You're listening to the Ministry Grow Show, brought to you by Reliant Creative, the creative agency for gospel-centered ministries. Find out more at ReliantCreative.org. Welcome to the Ministry Grow Show, a podcast dedicated to helping churches and ministries grow and make more effective impacts for the kingdom of God in an ever-changing digital world. Whether you're building and growing a gospel-centered ministry or leading a church, if you want insight into the strategies, struggles, challenges, and successes of other ministry leaders, you've come to the right place. Welcome back to the Ministry Growth Show. Today I'm going to be talking with Joe Ilkema. He's a gift advisor for National Christian Foundation. Joe, thanks for being on the show. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about um, Christian National Christian Foundation? Obviously, a lot of people in the Christian nonprofit and church space are probably familiar with you guys, but um, yep. what is NCF and how do, how do you guys work? Yeah, National Christian Foundation, uh, we serve generous people. Uh, Our purpose is to see lives changed to the glory of God through biblical generosity. Um, And I'll just kind of go through that again. To see lives changed to the glory of God through biblical generosity. And Zach, what I like about that um, is it puts a focus on both the giver and the receiver, which I think is really, really critical. generosity and giving is it, it, it goes both ways you know we're blessed to give uh, and people are blessed to receive so uh, national christian foundation is one of the largest public charities that you've never heard of uh, or that most people have never heard of because all that we do is help generous people give money away to the things and the ministries that they care about mm. yeah that that idea of of both sides of it that's one of the things that within our storytelling and specifically our messaging and and story communication that we try to focus on when we help nonprofits and churches in their messaging and communication is it's not just about the donor or the generous person. Right. And it's not just about the ministry. Like those are crucial characters Mm -hmm. within any story, but oftentimes we just, we can tend to place that what, the Christian nonprofit world would call a beneficiary, what we would call a participant. Um, we can, we can forget that that person is, or that people group or that language group, that's an important piece to this. They're a crucial character in the story and there is no story without them. Right. And so, um, both the receiver and the giver are incredibly important pieces within any, within any story. So that's cool that you guys recognize that. Yeah, we uh, yeah love doing what we do. Um, you know, you bring up story. Um, we love just knowing uh, individual people's stories around, you know, what is God calling you to do uniquely in your life? You've been blessed with a lot of abundance uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to the world's resources. Uh, maybe it's business, real estate, whatever it happens to be. Um, but how can we help you live into what God is calling you to do uniquely in your life? And so National Christian Foundation as an organization, um, we're this huge mosaic of a bunch of people doing all kinds of different things through ministry, through their families. Um, It's not just about the money. A lot of times people look at National Christian Foundation and yes, we do a lot of um, strategy with people, Um, We have tools like the Giving Fund and these other ways that people can give more to family and ministry. 
Um, but what's behind it uh, is, I think it's really actually more the interesting part of how we can help people take a next step in their mm. personal story and their personal journey towards just living more abundantly, living more freely, living without fear. Um, because mm. when we think about it, wealth and resources can bring those things in. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Can you share some of your own personal experience or past past experience and how you found yourself working with NCF? Because when we met, uh, yeah. you were not with NCF, right? That's correct. Yeah. So I found NCF, well, NCF kind of found me in a way. Uh, okay. Back in 2009, I think it was, um, I was living, uh, my wife and I, I should say, were living in Newport Beach, California. And if uh, you or any of our listeners have ever been to Newport Beach, it is an unbelievable place. And there is just so much wealth. Um, I was working right along the beach. Uh, I was in property management and construction and serving uh, guests in these incredible homes. I mean, just unbelievable places. Um, and by and large, everyone's, you know, wonderful. People are wonderful, generally speaking. But I just was around so much money. And I started to really struggle with my own paradigms around money. Like, what is this all for? Um, and mm. Janessa and I, what are our resources for and how do we use them effectively? Um, fast forward, we ended up meeting up with a, a really interesting guy uh, named Bob. And Bob was in our church. Uh, and Bob happened to be uh, connected really strongly with the National Christian Foundation and through the California office there. And uh, Bob and I, we went to a, a dive diner for breakfast and I started asking these questions. And as I was asking him, he's like, you know, it seems that you're really interested in this. Have you ever thought about just, you know, considering moving over to the foundation? Like these are, this seems to be where your heart is. And he had some connections in there. Um, I had a general business education and um, the dots just kind of connected as God does. And it just seemed like it was a good calling. So that was back around 2009, 2010. Okay. Um, and then, yep, kind of continued through this. But I, yeah, I love this, this kind of industry, so to speak, of helping people connect with what they really want to do with resources mm. and abundance. Mm, that's cool. Yep. Um, to shift a little bit um, and, and get into the conversation, there's a bit of a shift taking place, I think, um, within the the Christian nonprofit space and generosity. Are you, are you guys spending time doing any research into the into changing generosity and spending behaviors of younger generations, maybe specifically millennials like myself and and Gen Z and younger? Like, what what are some of the shifts that you're seeing that are taking place in that kind of? Yeah. Yeah, this whole give world of giving and how we give things um, has definitely been changing significantly. Um, I'm not aware that we're doing any formal research. Um, you know, we all see the Barna studies and the things that are coming through on that, but definitely National Christian Foundation is adapting. Um, we are seeing, um, I can just think of a few things. Um, number one, just the whole impact investing. Uh, impact investing is essentially where, um, and this is a simplification of it, essentially where there's more of a blurred line between kind of the uh, for-profit type investing 
and the nonprofit, traditionally nonprofit, uh, investing in things that have more of a spiritual or uh, a philanthropic impact is how the world would say it. And mm -hmm. how do we kind of blend those to where there's, uh, they would say it's a double bottom line um, to where you're producing a profit, uh, but the profit is also accomplishing some greater good that's out there. And uh, so we're, we have a, a sister organization, Impact Foundation. Uh, there's uh, donors using the National Christian Foundation um, who are really trying to blend uh, how they impact the world with their day-to-day -day vocation. They're not separate. Your Sunday giving isn't necessarily separate from your day-to-day -day vocation. Um, it looks different in every situation, um, but it's just a, an awesome way that we're seeing people wanting to invest uh, with their values as well. We have some faith-driven pools. So um, when people give money into the National Christian Foundation, into their individualized donor advised funds, uh, sure, they get a tax deduction, but then um, while it awaits deployment to different ministries, they can invest in different things. And they can invest in these faith-driven pools that are overseen from uh, an investment manager that has a strong faith perspective. Um, that's another example of how this is done. So um, we're adapting on that front. Um, I would say a second front where we're adapting is um, we're seeing folks uh, be more intentional about incorporating giving into uh, their strategic planning, whether it's tax planning, estate planning. Um, they've been blessed with much and it's uh, given kind of the, the, the world and the tax climate and whatnot that we're in. Uh, they really wanna be intentional about their giving. They don't want it to just be a reactive, oh, I kind of give 10% of my cash just because that's kind of what we do. Um, and they're also talking, there's uh, a lot of community around giving now too, which in the past, mm. um, and, and I, you know, my, my more traditional church background, we didn't always talk about money, right? Um, well, what happens is that leads people to make some really silly decisions around money and they can leave money on the table to taxation. They can make just bad decisions with money and family. Um, but now there's these uh, communities of people, um, particular, particularly around like generous giving um, where people can ask those questions. They don't need to share numbers. So nobody shares it's a million dollars, hundred thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever it is. Uh, but they can ask, be vulnerable and, and ask these questions around money. And I think that for generationally, um, that's really attractive for millennials to be able to ask questions like, hey, I, I've, you know, we started this online company and it's grown. Um, and like, we're really blessed. We've never really thought about this philanthropy, quote unquote, piece before, but we know, and we've been given maybe a 10%. But we feel like probably we should give more, but like help me grapple with that. Uh, mm -hmm. And in the past, it may have been more just one directional from a pulpit. Now it's more of a conversation that people are having in their meeting and they're celebrating and saying like, look what God's doing in our lives. Yes, we've been blessed with much, but look what he's doing in our lives when we give this way, when we open our hands. Uh, so I, that's a long answer to no, that's good. Saying, yeah, next gen doing. Okay. Um, 
do you guys work with only high net worth individuals or can anybody at any tax bracket come in and, and give through NCF and set up these donor advice funds? Yeah, anybody can set up a donor advice fund with National Christian Foundation. Generally, we're working with people who um, are out of debt uh, and giving money away. There's no line, no, we're genuinely pleased to be serving anyone, but the tools tend to perform best for people who are um, uh, taking tax deductions and thinking through those sorts of uh, situations in their life. Okay. Yep. And so, so, uh, like a situation like mine, if I want to be wise with and, and be a good steward with what I've been given, I might be already giving, I am already giving. Um, yeah. I could give into this fund that then dependent on the things that I'm passionate about or me and my wife want to give towards that fund can then take that money, make it money on itself, and then be distributed out to those organizations over whatever period of time I decide. Is that exactly. how that works? Yeah. So like my wife and I, we're very average income. I serve with National Christian Foundation. My wife's a teacher. Um, but we find that the fund is really useful in our lives um, because I can make a contribution in. Um, NCF is a public charity. So the time when the, when the contribution goes in, uh, that's the te- the moment when I can take it as a tax deduction. Uh, okay. I can. Uh, and then it will be in that fund. Uh, and then we can give it away in pieces into the future. One thing that's really unique about National Christian Foundation and really most of the Christian charitable foundations that are out there is that we're always going to encourage you to give. Um, in my opinion, and this is a little more of just a Joe opinion, but we don't get to really ring the, the bell until it's actually doing something. Sure, we give it into NCF. It's just it's just a tool. It's similar to a charitable checking account. I don't think we get credit until it actually goes out uh, mm. to the various ministries that we love to support. But NCF, we'll, we're happy to issue the grants to any organization that doesn't conflict with generally held Christian values. So, um Probably we can give it to the the school down the street or to your your university, but of course the the vast majority of the grants that we're seeing are going to churches, ministries, um, all the great work uh, that's happening out there. Um, yeah, it's just a it's just a really helpful tool. Uh, there's some other features and whatnot that you know I won't go into those, but if somebody's interested, definitely I'd be happy to walk through. So for even ministry leaders. Um, you might consider just opening one, just so you know how they work, um, and just to organize your own giving. It's just a helpful tool. Now, can can churches set up something like this so that they there's a they're able to either have an account set up that their their congregations could give through, or some, is there what what's kind of like that church partnership model look like for you guys? Yeah, does that exist? So that, yeah, churches and ministries definitely can set up, uh, we typically call it a single charity fund, uh, into which uh, their donors can make gifts and then it can be moved back towards the ministry. Um, We'll do the receding. Um, So this can be really helpful in certain situations. Sometimes churches elect not to do that. Sometimes they find that the fund is helpful. Um, most of the funds that we're overseeing at NCF are for individuals or families, though. Um, but yeah, there are definitely some benefits around that. Our intersection with uh, ministries 
uh, and ministry leaders uh, is uh, it's, a, it's a few different ways. Uh, you can look on our website, ncfgiving.com, and there's actually a, a whole section just devoted to charities. And we love to collaborate with ministry leaders. Um, a lot of it's around just educating um, of how to recognize great giving potential uh, amongst supporters of the ministry. Um, it's, it's easy to kind of miss some of these really remarkable moments in, a, in an individual's life when they can give and move a lot more dollars over towards ministry. Um, we get a lot of phone calls after the fact. And it, it you know, Lord's on his throne. Lord, it's taking care, but we get a lot of, oh, so I sold this major asset, paid a lot of tax, and now I'm going to give the money away. And it's like, ah, you know, our tax code allows, it should, if we could have gone back six months, we could have talked about giving an interest in that asset, whether it's a business or real estate. Um, and if you give an interest in that, um, you'll get a tax deduction for the fair market value. And then later, uh, when the sale comes around um, and the sale happens, chances are we have either we pay no tax or we pay reduced tax on that. Um, mm. Every situation is different, um, but it is uh, something that we talk with ministries, ministry leaders about. Um, keep your eyes open for those sorts of things. Um, these sorts of things really do take a village, so to speak. Um, yeah. Most people's professional advisors don't necessarily think this direction. We see that too, um, is the professional advisor might be so consumed with the transaction that they might not think, hey, this is a highly generous Christian. Um, they're a little bit of a different bird in a good way. Um, they would be open to giving 20% of business. So, mm. yep. How, how does that work with, say, say you've invested, someone's invested in a company before it's gone public or something, and then it goes IPO and all of a sudden you've, you've got, you find yourself because of your wise investment in your head with, in, in over your head with more cash than you know what to do with. Not that this is a situation that is a regular occurrence, but is, is this a situation where, Hey, I, instead of just getting hammered on taxes with that investment going big, is there ways around and ways in which you could use this for that kind of purpose as well? Well, yeah, it, it, it there are, um, that particular situation, there's a lot of, you know, moving parts, legal stuff that's going on behind the scenes, but let's zoom back out. Um, yes, big picture. Um, one can give away assets, appreciated assets, uh, to a public charity and take a tax deduction for those gifts and either uh, avoid paying the tax on that or the charity would pay a reduced tax on that perhaps. Um, again, very situational. Um, but for the bigger picture is supporting ministry. Um, if a donor's intention or if an individual's attention, intention is to support ministry in a big way, God's just laid it on their heart like, this abundance is to be used to bless family and to bless ministry. Um, there are fully lawful ways um, that people can give uh, in advance of any future sale. And that's really important is there can't ever be any sort of a, a sale in the works. It, it has to be done in advance. So this is just an, a gift. And then whenever there's some sort of a liquidity event, 
um, Charity holds a piece and Charity will sell and use it for the charitable purpose, which in this case is to support the various ministries and charities that they care about. Hmm. Interesting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, do you do you guys find that younger generations are are giving less? Um, I, you know, I we don't necessarily notice it from where we are in ministry because, because inherently people that work through the foundation uh, are are generous. One other area that we do notice though is, uh, and this is a little bit more just my perception, Zach, is that. Um, Families are giving intergenerationally, perhaps a little mm. bit more. Um, they're really viewing, earlier I think I mentioned that um, people really want a giving strategy. A lot of people have a financial plan, but if you ask them, do you have a giving strategy? They might say, not really. Like I, that's yeah. something that we kind of want to have. Um, and we're probably missing some opportunities and leaving a lot of money on the table that we don't need to, but we need help with that. Um, one of the services besides, you know, the, the donor advice fund and the giving fund that we offer is um, helping people develop a giving strategy. And we actually have like full awesome online tool that helps people walk through uh, what they want to give to and help them dial that in. Um, and oftentimes what results is we get into conversations with people about, um, yeah, we've been blessed, but we also want to bless our kids with this um, giving reflex, the ability to let go. Um, they, yeah, it's as Alan Barnhart says on one of his videos, he says, I, I want my kids to be blessed, not to necessarily grow up as rich kids and mm -hmm. to be able to give. And I, that, that's always really struck me. Um, giving as a family is really important. It's not just the patriarch and matriarch who are doing the giving. Um, more is caught than and taught. And so how do we give with families is something that I think is a fascinating um, kind of evolution of giving that, that at least I'm seeing from where I serve. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So how much are you guys doing a lot of education for your audience around some of the stuff that we've discussed? Yes. So National Christian Foundation, we had everybody who's listening to this should definitely go sign up for, they call it the Saturday seven. It's an okay. aggregator service where we pull in articles from all over. It's not NCF materials necessarily. Um, and this helps to educate people, not only kind of on the brass tacks, cause we even, I went a little brass tacks a moment ago on some of the tax stuff and whatnot. That's, that's just a means to an end. The, the end is generosity and, and drawing nearer, to the heart of God, right? And that's, mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of content that's out there that's wonderful for just helping to inspire uh, ourselves in giving and letting go uh, of things and giving back. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, just idea ideation that's out there. Um, a lot of stories of individuals, um, which helps us to pattern our giving as well. I find that a lot of people, Zach, um, they just need to see other people's stories and just kind of go through a bunch of other people's stories from people who are willing to share. And we have those. Um, and then they, they start to put together their own pattern for, yeah, God's called us to do this. And I think maybe we could, maybe we could do this. Um, earlier I had brought up Alan Barnhart. Um, 
boy, he is, he and Catherine are a family that a lot of people have uh, been ignited by. Um, mm. Their story, they're very humble people, but they've given away 100% of their company. The world wow. would say, that's crazy. Why would you do that? Um, they're very public about this. You can see their videos online. It's wonderful. But a lot of people watch that and say, I think we could do something like that. Maybe not 100%, but like, yeah, why aren't we thinking this way? That guy, and then he and she, they are not totally crazy. Like, this is what we're called to do as Christians. And and we have way more than we need. Like, why wouldn't we do that? Um, The part that NCF helps with is they say, "Let's, let's do it. And then they turn back and look at their complicated world and talk with their CPA. And then they get mired in all the detail of how to actually do that. And that's, that's where we love to come in and help um, bring some ideation around it. So, yep. That's cool. Yeah. Play that guide and, and mentors you guide people on that journey. Cause yeah when you get in down to the weeds, it gets messy and confusing. I'm sure it does. It does. There's a, yeah. One more story, a, a quick, uh, in Barnhart. And this is another public story. You can find it online. Some, some good friends are, uh, Chris and Meg Chesley. They have a video with generous giving too. And okay. Chris and Meg went to one of these journey of generosity gatherings, which highly endorse. Um, I won't go into that, but awesome opportunity for, uh, key supporters of your ministry to go through, not to get money necessarily back to the ministry. It's just a way you can bless people. Well, Chris and Mike have a small business, um, went to uh, this journey of generosity. They kind of had an idea going into it that, yeah, God's called us to create space for people to experience God, create space for people to experience God. But they didn't quite know how to match the the business uh, and what they're doing with uh, this thing that God's put on their heart. Well, they heard Alan Barnhart's story and, and Meg in the video shares very openly about this and says, that was one moment. She's like, that guy's crazy, but there's something there. And yeah. then combined with all the other pieces of uh, generous giving, it really helped them. I'm sure it wasn't everything, but helped them solidify in their minds. Um, yeah, let's take it let's take a step. Let's, let's do something new. Like, let's not just let this be a dream. Let's chase yeah. it. Well, they ended up having the opportunity to purchase a piece of property. Um, that's really ideal for hosting journeys of generosity, marriage retreats, all these things that they love to see people get these epiphanies. Um, and in fact, they named it waypoint. Chris happens to be a ship's captain and, waypoints are these points when you make a a correction in your exact path of a ship. And so they call it waypoints. They want to create spaces for people to uh, experience the Lord and make small corrections in their course and continue. And so, you know, this generosity, this this is kind of something that comes up often. Generosity begets generosity. When Alan Alan and Catherine Barnhart shared their story generously with everybody, it begets more generosity with Chris and Meg Chesley, with other people. When people share these stories, stuff mm. starts to happen. Uh, and it's it's almost magical, Zach. Like, it really is amazing. So anyhow, that's a long answer to your question. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're pitching what we've been talking about for a long time, so it's good to hear somebody else say it. <laughs> <Up in the laughs> yeah. 
Well, hey, this has been really cool. Can, can uh, we take a moment to listen to our sponsor? And, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on uh, National Christian Foundation with Joe Yokama. Are you looking to grow your ministry but don't have the money or marketing knowledge to make that happen? There's good news. Google offers an advertising grant to churches and ministries that is worth $10,000 per month. This means that if your ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit, you are eligible to receive $120,000 per year in free advertising dollars. This allows you to place ads at the top of Google search results pages and drive thousands of visitors to your ministry website every month. Our sponsor, Click Nonprofit, helps your ministry acquire this Google ad grant and then manages your Google ads to ensure you get the most out of the grant. Schedule a free consultation at clicknonprofit.com to learn more about how this grant can help your specific ministry. Mention the Ministry Growth Show when you sign up to get 20% off your first three months of management. Uh, welcome back to the Ministry Growth Show. We've been talking with Joe Iokuma from National Christian Foundation about generosity. Joe, we've been talking about um, most recently storytelling and inspiration. Um, what are some of the ways you've, you've talked about two specific stories that you guys have shared publicly? What are some other ways in which you're using story and storytelling and testimony of, of individuals and families um, and their generosity to encourage others to dive in and take part in uh, what I think we've all been pretty clearly called to in scripture? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would move. So we've talked about how this, these messages are coming in video format uh, from NCF, from a website, kind of blasted out to the world. Um, I'd love to take it back down to just one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, mm. My role as a gift advisor is to help people make one step and we can only take one step at a time, right? We can't take right. steps at one step in their giving, um, one step in their generosity at a time. And oftentimes, um, a way that I will do that, a way that I love to do that is to share other people's stories or their connections uh, with other donors. Um, it is a case-by-case -case basis, but um, there are a lot of other um, great ministries out there. For example, the Barnabas Group, uh, in particular in California, is a great place for people to connect, share stories in a trusted environment, and just be inspired around that. Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes when I'm speaking with donors, potential donors, um, financial advisors, ministry leaders, uh, I'll share general stories. Obviously, we're very good with confidentiality at NCF around specific names, unless people really want to share their stories. Um, but I, I love just kind of hearing where people are on their journey and almost guaranteed there's somebody else who I know who either I can kind of share, you know, the general gist of what they've done and how they've overcome an obstacle um, and how we've been helpful to them on that. Or better yet, sometimes we're able to just make a direct introduction. Um, Mary Smith, you should know Wanda Stokes. Like, like you guys, you live a mile down the road from each other. You're mm. both generous. You both love, you know, water ministries. Like, you guys really should go to coffee, see what God yeah. does through that. And you guys both have a story that, you know, they're going almost in parallel. And so how can you almost weave your story together? Mm. Um, so 
I, I just think that's really interesting is how do we take story back down to the individual level as well? That's cool. So that's more in, internal, inner working storytelling. Is that something that National Christian Foundation has incorporated across the entire team? Or is that just a personal Joe uh, thing that you do as you work with, with your clientele? <laughs> uh, I, I, I've definitely all of the folks who the other gift advisors, uh, the other relationship managers, sometimes they're called, um, definitely, I would say they all do it in some form or fashion. Everybody has their different strengths, right? We have some mm-hmm. uh, relationship managers who come out of a professional advisory world, and maybe they lead a little bit more with that. I, I just find this storytelling piece, this relational piece just is second nature to me. I love connecting people. And mm. so that that's how I help people build their story. But the other thing is we collaborate within NCF. We collaborate, you know, with other sister organizations a lot. Um, brought up Generous Giving. Generous Giving is just an outstanding organization. Um, there's never any ask with uh, Generous Giving. So when people show up to a Generous Giving event, it's never prescriptive for what they should give or how they should give. Um, it's just descriptive. They describe the Bible in a very creative way through people's stories. And then it leads the participants uh, to make their own uh, decisions about what's God calling me to do uniquely? Uh, and where's God calling me to stretch? Where's God calling me to explore? Uh, so generous giving has been a wonderful partner in that way. NCF, we're a little more focused on the okay, so God called you to do something. How do you actually do that? Um, But there's just a lot of uh, ecosystem, you might say, around Mm -hmm. generosity that never was there 20, 30 years ago or wasn't there nearly in the same form uh, that it is now. And so we're living in an exciting time for that reason, I think. Yeah. So generous giving almost becomes a top of funnel relationship for you guys who someone might go to a generous giving event experience that kind of storytelling and, and realize like, Hey, I think that we could do this for our family. And then they find national Christian foundation through that process. Yep. Yep. It it can be. Yeah. It's not, we're totally separate. So people come away with whatever they come away with. That's wonderful. Um, But if what they come away with is, Hey, we want to give, we really want to dial in this giving thing. Um, from more of a tax perspective, from a, um, you know, making giving fun again. That's another thing that comes up. And I, I don't want to bring the negative tone to it, but sometimes people with wealth, uh, you know, giving becomes kind of complicated, right? And so right. we have some tools that can help with that uh, to make it fun again, to where it's all organized in one place. Um, you're mm. not chasing down 30 tax receipts during tax season for your CPA. You know, that's a big that deal. By, that by itself <laughs> could be worth it. It is. <laughs> yep, definitely. But Interesting. It, yeah. And the nice thing is ministry leaders can plug into these tools uh, and plug uh, supporters in. They know, um, ultimately, I'm going to encourage people to give to whatever they want to give to. Um, mm. It's not It's not about NCF. Uh, it's, you know, about accomplishing the work that God's calling them to do. It's, mm. Yeah. Generous giving's great. Um, yeah, there's just a bunch of these organizations that are growing. That's cool. Now, you mentioned, I think, at the beginning of our conversation that National Christian Foundation is um, 
either a charity or, or a nonprofit that one of the largest ones that nobody knows about. Um, can you flush that out? Is that strategic? Is, is that a part of like your process or is it, um, yeah, that was just more of a joke. Yeah, that was more of a, yeah, just a, a Joe comment, it, you know, tongue in cheek a little bit. It's mostly what it was. Um, but, it, you know, we really, we do want to be known in the sense that we can help people give more effectively. Um, right. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we want people to connect uh, with the ministries that they love in a deeper way, ideally give more to where more work gets done. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, NCF, we've seen, I think it's 16 billion with a B, uh, $16 billion worth of grants uh, out to various ministries and organizations. Um, we facilitated, I think it's around 3,000 uh, complex asset gift transactions. So that's like business interest, real estate, things that are not just publicly traded stock. Um, okay. And yeah, it's, you know, those numbers are, are from awesome, normal people. This isn't, you know, just a few billionaires who are using NCF and making these numbers. These are like, right. these are our friends that have the plumbing business next door. Um, it's, it's cool, you know? Yeah. Well, and the, the reason I ask is how does, from a brand strategy perspective, like NCF is like the mediator between a, an individual and their generosity and the things that they want to give to, right? And so it's not just that we're just giving directly to NCF necessarily. I think that you probably could take those gifts, but it, it's the mediary. So how does, when we think about story and communicating NCF as a brand, um, how do you guys think through that? How does, how do you, how are you using story to communicate? Hey, NCF is here, but at the end of the day, we exist to help you bless the organizations that, the churches, the nonprofits, the charities, the ministries that you are passionate about. Does that question make sense? Yeah, I think it, yeah. And and I should call out, we have, you know, Steve Chapman and some others. Uh, Jill is awesome with, you know, making some of, some of this content. Um, it's not necessarily my department, so to speak. Um, right. But I can definitely describe the tone and kind of my experience with that, um, because occasionally we do have ministry leaders that come and think, hmm, like the money routes through NCF and they might come with a little bit of an eyebrow up. Um, our role is to move money to ministry. It really is. It's to see lives changed to the glory of God through biblical generosity at the end of the day. Um, mm we encourage people to give the money away as well. That is definitely something that's critical. Our job is not done until that money's out towards ministries. Um, but you're right. It is a little bit of a precarious place to be um, between people's giving and the ministry. And so um, personally, I am pretty overt with people. Um, if I'm looking up somebody's fund, their giving fund and going into a conversation around that, I love to know what do you love to give to? How can I encourage you in that? How can I pray for you in that? Um, are there connections that maybe I can help you make um, to further you along? Um, but yeah, we really don't want the focus necessarily to be overly on us. We want to be known that these tools are available, that our services are available as a ministry, um, but not more than that. And so 
yeah, kind of the story is that of being a guide, but I'm also a big fan of the idea that people have multiple guides in their lives for different mm -hmm. kind of areas. And NCF tends to be, we have a seat at the table a lot of times with maybe, and I'm kind of making this up, but with their pastor, financial advisor, and family, um, we're kind of in there somewhere with a lot of people. We're not everything. We're not your pastor necessarily. We're not right. definitely not your financial advisor. We're very overt about that. Um, obviously, we're not family or you know business, but we're, we try to occupy the space that people want us to occupy of being a guide um, and how do we give in a really savvy way uh, to accomplish the mission that was put before us. Mm. That's so really cool. not an exact answer, but somewhat. No, that's helpful. That's helpful. Yeah. It just, as, as we talk and as you share how you guys are structured and, and we've talked about storytelling as a, as a agency and brand guy and a creative, it, all those kind of questions just start to pop up. It's like, okay, how do we, how do you, build brand around NCF and build that brand through communication and content and storytelling and marketing. Um, when yeah. the point is we're this intermediary engine that connects donors and their generosity to somebody else altogether. So yeah. my, my head starts to turn and how do we solve that problem? <laughs> that's a really interesting, it's a really interesting well, I, problem. I also think it goes to that whole community aspect of, Putting people together in community, I, I, this is, again, a little more of just a Joe comment, but I find that a, a significant number of us, and I put myself in this category, we feel like we can't talk about money, like, but yet it's mm. this confusing, like, am I doing, am I doing the right thing? I, like, right. I know, yeah. am, I, am I giving enough? Am I doing the right, like, what, what are other people doing? And so when, instead of always trying to be, so yes, we can be the guide, you know, on a lot of what NCF you know, really does. But there's this whole kind of second side that at least me personally, I can do of just when I put people in community, it's being a guide. I, I'm letting other people really be a guide in their lives yeah. too. Because let me, let me show you somebody who may be in a different place on their giving journey. And it doesn't matter where we are, but as long as we're trying to move forward as part of our calling, so, and drawing closer to Jesus through it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's cool. Well, I think that that's a good spot to end on too. How, if people want to get a hold of you, learn more about what you guys are doing, want to learn more about NCF, maybe there's a church leader or pastor out there listening. They're interested yeah. in partnership. What? How do they get a hold of you? Yep. Uh, first thing, check out NCF, Nancy Frank, giving.com in the charity section. That's definitely the first place to go, I would say. And there's a lot of content there. But directly, uh, feel welcome to give me a call at 949 eight six four six one zero one again that's nine four nine eight six four six one zero one that's awesome for me. yeah well cool well thank you so much joe i appreciate you being on the show uh it's always good to talk with you and catch up uh can i pray for you as we wrap up and ncf i'd love that thank you zach yeah lord we just uh thank you so much for this opportunity to um get together. Joe's been a, a longtime friend, and so it's fun to just catch up. Um, thank you for his work with National Christian Foundation and all that they're doing uh, to bless and support ministries and churches around the world. Uh, I pray that you would just continue to go before them, guide and lead them, um, and uh, 
yeah, that they would just be a blessing to those that are generous and to organizations that receive that generosity. Um, and ultimately the people that, um, receive that generosity. Father, we thank you that you have, um, called us into this, to be a part of this work, to be a part of what you're doing. And I thank you for Joe and his team and the National Christian Foundation and what they're doing uh, for your kingdom and for your glory, Lord. We love you and thank you for all you do for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Joe, man, thanks so much for being on the show. It's always, always good to talk with you and catch up. Likewise. Likewise. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ministry Grow Show. If you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate it if you rate and or review us on the iTunes store. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a story to share with other ministry directors and pastors, or know someone who would be an incredible guest on the Ministry Grow Show, let us know. We love connecting with ministry executives and sharing their wisdom and insight with our audience. Just send us an email at info at reliantcreative.org. And lastly, if you need help telling your ministry story, we would love to share how we can help in that process. Check out Reliant Creative at reliantcreative.org. See you next time.